And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. The Columbia Broadcasting System and its affiliated stations present Arthur Godfrey and his talent scouts. Hello, 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 hello. This is Arthur Godfrey. Radio's answer to Sonny Tuff. <laughs> yes, yes. This, this spring marks my 18th year in radio. Ah, the spring is in my heart, but the winter is in my legs. <laughs> you know, the entertainment business has undergone a big change through these years. I can remember when a fella started out with a banjo. He played a couple of songs and he sold the public... The one, the only, the original Indian elixir made from the roots of petrified eucalyptus trees from a formula concocted by Chief Krovny. Buy it, try it, I know you're going to like it. How this entertainment has changed. Nowadays, no banjo. <laughs> a sleeper. Well, well, th this is the Talent Scout Show. We operate here on the theory that since the public makes stars, the public should have a hand in finding them. You people know talent, so we ask you to uh, find them for us, bring them to us, we audition them, rehearse them, dress them up in an Archie Blyer frame and present them so the whole country can listen to them and pick a winner. Let's meet our first talent scout tonight. Mr. Lou Latorre, I can't pronounce, how do you pronounce that, please? Latorre, Lou Latorre. Lou Latorrent. I see, I see. That's a hard name. French, huh? Yes, up in Quebec. My oh. full name is Lou Jean-Paul Latorrent. Well, well, well. Lou Jean-Paul Latorrent. Hiya, Louie. <laughs> 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 what business are you in up in Quebec? I'm a journalist. A journalist? Well, well, that's a reporter who's writing a book. Um, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing in New York? Get material for the book. Everything happens to me. Tell me, Lou, whom, whom are you scouting for? A group of boys that call themselves the Tramp Band. The Tramp Band? Yes. Where did you hear these boys? Well, I served with the United States Army for five years. And in my outfit were a couple of the boys who played in the Tramp Band before the war. Tramp Band. That's a very unusual name. How did the boys happen to pick it? As I understand... It was when they were kids in Chicago. They used to play on the street corners. They tramped from one corner to the other, playing for pennies. That's how they got the name. And then later on, they joined Cap Calloway. Since that time, and up until the war, they played all over the country. Have they ever been on the radio? No, sir. Never. Well, the longer we talk, the longer it's going to be till they are. So let's quit and give them a chance, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, the radio debut of the Tramp Band. And what an outfit this is. You should see them. Bass drums, washboards, bull fiddles. 
that washboard could make a fortune tying up with a laundry, couldn't he? <laughs> he could knock out a hundred pound wet wash in one number, he could. Well, now the tramp band, the tramps, will be back later on the show to, uh, to uh, participate in our grand finale to see who you pick as winners. So let's get on to our next talent scout, who, who is Mrs. Edith, Miss, Miss, I beg your pardon, Miss Edith Geo Gig. Gigan, gee, I beg your pardon. This must be Stick Godfrey with Tough Names Week. How does that go? Pronounce Gagan, Mr. Godfrey. Gagan? Mm -hmm. G-E-O-G-H-E-G-A-N comes out Gagan? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that makes me think of that, that new move. Have you seen it in the papers about how to spell? It says they spell, we, we spell everything wrong. Fella says fish, for instance. We spell it F-I-S-H. He says that's wrong. It should be G-H-O-T-I. How do they get that? Well, G-H in rough is F. O in women is I. T-I in nation is sh. G -H -O -T -I. Well, well, well. You know there's an awful lot of letters going to waste in your name? What, what line of work are you in, Miss uh, G? I'm a registered nurse at a private hospital in Westchester, New York. For whom are you talent scouting tonight? One of your patients? No, a former schoolmate of mine named Audrey Sabetti. Sabetti? Sabetti, Audrey Sabetti. And what school it was it that you met uh, Audrey? In Greenwich High School in Greenwich, Connecticut. After graduation, I went to St. Francis Hospital School of Nursing, and Audrey began her singing career. How long ago was that? Well, that would be telling. Why, see, it, 
Excuse me. You say Audrey began her singing career when she got out of high school. Whereabouts did she sing? Well, for a while she was on the road with the girls' trio. And then after she'd saved some money, she came home and studied voice. When her money was gone, she joined another group and made some more money. Uh And then she studied again. All this time you were at nursing school, eyeing your iodine, (laughs) mulling over your mercurochrome. Well, where, when, when did you meet Audrey again? Well, about a year ago, she came home to Connecticut to study. And whenever I get a chance, we get together at parties. People are always asking us to entertain. Asking both of you to entertain. Audrey sings and you go around taking everybody's temperature, huh? Oh, I sing a little, but Audrey sings a lot. Well, let's find out how much she does. Thanks ever so much, Miss Gagan. Let's hear from your former schoolmate, Miss Audrey Sabetti. Sabetti, S-A-B-E-T-T-I, Audrey Sabetti. You'll hear her again a little later on in the show when she comes back to do a reprise for you, when the, at which time the audience here in the studio will vote. Right now, our next talent scout is Mrs. Ann Danis. <laughs> I can't believe it. A simple name like Danis? How did you ever get on the show this week, Miss Danis? Well, my family's original name was Stanowskis. Oh, that is... (laughs) (laughs) 
What does uh, Mr. Dana's do, Miss D? He has a neighborhood candy store. Gee, I wish I'd known you folks when there was no bubble gum. <laughs> Where's the store? It's on the corner. <laughs> on the corner? Where? Of the block. Well, uh, where is the block? In Brooklyn. Certainly took us long enough to get to Brooklyn. How, how about the talent you brought us, Mrs. Danis? Uh, who is it? It's a boy named Danny Powers. He plays the accordion. The accordion? Uh-huh. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> where, where, where did you hear him play this accordion? Well, we had a block party on VJ Day, and he played. A block party? Yes. Where's this block? In Brooklyn. <laughs> we got to Brooklyn more quickly that time. Uh, tell me a little bit about Danny, Ms. D. Well, he's 18 years old and has no girlfriends. He said he, he says he'd much rather stay with the courting than go out with girls. You know... If he was smart, he'd stay in with the girls and go out with his accordion. <laughs> but that's not important to Mrs. Danis. Uh, what else? Nothing else. Nothing else? Well, if that isn't a sign-off, I never heard one. Ladies and gentlemen, the boy from the block in Brooklyn, Danny Powers. <laughs>
That was Danny Powers playing T for two. And Danny, you know, comes back in the grand finale later, and that reminds me of something. I hear somebody whistling every now and then. Please don't do that in the finale tonight now, will you? Because it louses up the meter here. If you do. <laughs> you saved that for Sinatra's program. You folks don't have any idea what happened, do you? <laughs> All the radio listeners know by this time that when you folks laugh like that at nothing, it must have been Miss Ul-Ul just appeared. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a very charming lady named Miss Dorothy McCormick. Aren't you going to say something about my name? Only if I were your age, I'd try to change it. Do you work, Dorothy? Yes, I'm a finder. A finder? <laughs> well, shake hands with one of your best customers. I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm a loser. Uh, what in the world, my dear, is a finder? It's a word used in the export and import business to describe a person who finds new merchandise to be exported and finds new places for imports to be sold. That's a finder. Where do you get most of your stuff from? We do a lot of business with Iran and Iraq. Right now is our busiest season. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Iran and Iraq? That's right. Iran and Iraq, what is that? Those are two countries in the, in the Near East. Oh, oh, oh. I always get... I never know my Iran from my Iraq. I know... <laughs> <laughs> and you, this is your busy season, huh? Yes, right now is our busiest season. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. <laughs> Must be doing business in one of those new Studebakers, huh? <laughs> Are you a New Yorker, Dorothy? Not really. I came up from Texas 12 years ago. To sell things to Iran and Iraq? No. I was one of the three girls who won a trip to New York as a prize during the Texas Centennial. Oh. The other two girls were Georgia Carroll and Linda Darnell. Well, we got a guest star on this show and didn't know it. How is it that Texas raises such beautiful women? What have they got down there? I don't know. Lots of milk, I guess. <laughs> Let me let that one go. Who's the talent you brought for it? Uh... <laughs> it's a girl named Pat Milbank. She used to sing with Les Brown and Bob Crosby's band. But now she's trying to make a go of it on her own. We're here to help her do it. What's her name, Pat? Milbank. Milbank? Well, now, she hasn't been with those bands during the past year. Where's she been? She did USO camp shows in Europe for two years, and then she came here to start a career as a soloist. I met her when she was looking for an apartment. <laughs> That's a career in itself, isn't it? <laughs> but let's see what we can do to help her get started in radio. Thank you, Dorothy. Now, a special Archie Blyer introduction for Miss Pat Milbank. I had a surprise party for my baby. Made everyone promise not to put my baby wife. And now they're talking about the way it turned out. What a complete... 
Some intimate friends came to greet my baby And I was as busy as a bee around a hive I took a look at the clock And tickety-tock My baby was about to arrive There were flowers on the table Something extra special on ice I was glad that I was able to have everything nice, including chicken and rice. Had everything all set, and we waited. And I was delighted and excited as could be. But when my baby walked in with somebody else, the most surprised party was me. There were flowers on the table. Something extra special on ice I was glad that I was able To have everything nice Including chicken and rice Had everything all set And we waited And I was delighted and excited as could be But when my baby walked in With somebody else the most surprised Party was me. That was Pat Milbank. You know what have we here? Oh, another young lady scout. This is Mrs. Johnny Duggan. Duggan, Duggan. Duggan. Duggan, Duggan. Two G's, huh? That's right. You know, Godfrey is spelled with two G's, too. People turn on the radio and say, gee, Godfrey. <laughs> For whom are you scouting, Mrs. Duggan? My husband. Hmm, I'll help you look. Which way do you go? <laughs> what does he do? He's a singer. How'd you meet him? You want to hear that story? No, I want to know the truth. <laughs> How did you meet Johnny? Well, we met through one of the boys in Mal Howe's band. I was modeling at the time, and Johnny was a friend of Mal's. Oh, I see. And what comes after that? Oh, before I knew it, we were married. Now we have two children. But not before you knew it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tell me, uh, whereabouts has Johnny been singing? Oh, just about everywhere. Nightclubs and theater dates all over the East. Mm -hmm. That's why I was so anxious to have him on the Talent Scout show, Mr. Godfrey. If he can get a job in radio, at least I'll see him once in a while. Well, let's see what we can do about getting you to see your husband once in a while. Thanks, Mrs. Duggan. And now here he is, the singing spouse of a lovely lady, Johnny Duggan. Followed me 
young accordionist Danny Powers. (laughs) 
right. Now you remember the surprise party girl, Pat Milbank. I had a surprise party for my baby. Made everyone promise not to put my baby wife. And now they're talking about the way it turned out. What our country. And last but not least, the Glockamora troubadour, Johnny Duggan. How are things in Glockamora? That little brook still leaping there. Does it still run down through Donny's hole? That's it. I know you want to hear who won tonight. The applause indicator shows the winner tonight on this program is... Johnny Duggan. How do you feel, Johnny? I feel fine, Mr. Godfrey. Fine indeed. Want to get started on the career now, do you? Huh? Might as well. Let's go at it. Okay. Beginning tomorrow morning on my program at 11 o'clock for one solid week for cash money. All right. That's fine. <laughs> Never going to take you around and see Billy Rose and Bob Goldstein and Jerry White and see what we can do for you in the theater and the nightclubs and the movies. Oh, thank you very much. Make a good-looking fellow in the movies, wouldn't you? Huh? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. See you tomorrow morning, then. Be the Lord willing. Good night. It's the Columbia Broadcasting System. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.